Are you a small business owner looking for guidance to scale your business like you never thought possible? Join me, Tyler Arnold, for the open and honest conversations you've been waiting for with other small business owners on not only how to build the business of your dreams, but to become a mountain mover, impacting people's lives, growing faith, and providing your family with opportunities. Let's move mountains together. Hey guys, Tyler Arnold here, and I've got Chris on the call with us today. So Chris, I'll go ahead and let you introduce yourself. Um, tell us a little bit about your business and what's your story on why you started your business. Okay, well, um, hello everybody. My name's Chris. <clears throat> Excuse me. We started um, WNC Pressure Washing about uh, 10 years ago at the end of 2009. And um, But prior to that, I was um, we owned an automotive dealership. And um, so we ran that until 2008 and then shut it down and went into the uh, pressure washing business. Um, then before that, I was in the military and I met a couple when I was in Jacksonville. We did I did two tours. So my second tour, I met a couple who was into pressure washing and they taught me a lot about it. Um, and that was back in 98. And then, um, like I said, I took that money, opened up a dealership. and then went back into pressure washing and um yeah, that's about it oh that's cool well to thank you for your service man i always uh yeah. always like connecting with other veterans no problem uh, yeah so what i mean what's one of the what's some of the few things that you think sets you apart um from other pressure washing competitors in the area i know one thing we um we take it seriously so i, I go to a bunch of training um usually twice a year <clears throat> and um, you can get certifications in roof cleaning and soft washing, um, plant and property protection, and um, also OSHA certified. And then we carry workman's comp and um, $2 million insurance. So if you were to go, you know, get just a regular pressure washing guy, a lot of times they don't have all these qualifications. You don't know who's out at your property. If they're doing the right thing, if they're going to kill all your bushes or, you know, bust a window. Um, when we do roof cleaning, we do a method called soft wash. And once again, if you get somebody unqualified, they would just get a pressure washer and go out there. So that's one way that we're we're different than a lot of them. We're certified and, you know, we take it serious. We do a lot of commercial business, too. Okay. I think that's one thing um, that I like when I was checking out your guys' website um, and I'm one of those people that always like to watch those uh, pressure washing videos on my Facebook when they come oh, across. Um, yeah, it's, it's just kind of satisfying just watching it sometimes. Um, but the more, I wa like, the more I watched it um, and kind of dug into it, it's just crazy of how many different techniques there are when it comes to actually pressure washing. Like I just think of grabbing a, a water gun and spraying stuff down and cleaning it. But well, there's definitely a technique and a strategy behind all of it. There is. Um, yeah, a lot of times we like to hire somebody who doesn't have much knowledge in pressure washing because we can teach them the right way. And like mm -hmm. I said, all those different techniques and not how to damage the wood or somebody's vinyl siding. Yeah. How to, you know, how to mix the soaps and everything properly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so what do you think um, when you, I mean, when you started your business kind of transitioning from serving in the military 
um, and transitioning that over into a business? Like what were some of the biggest struggles that you had in the beginning starting the business? I would say just um, the confidence that you can do it. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're kind of in a secured environment <clears throat> with the military. You know, you're getting a paycheck on the 1st and the 15th of every month. So then all of a sudden all that goes away and you have to get out there and and just go knock on doors the first you know few years and uh, put about two yard signs out and just get your name out there mm-hmm. is the biggest thing. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's kind of one of the things that um, like I always try to tell people as well is most successful successful businesses um, really just started from somebody just taking a chance and going for it. Yeah. Um, and just getting out there like it is it is uncomfortable. Um, it's definitely not comfortable starting a business and not having a set paycheck come in all the time. But if it all works out, it pays off in the end. And um, Steve Harvey had a video called Jump. And that's a good motivational video um, mm-hmm. speech that he gave. I don't know if you heard it, but. It um it kind of gives you that courage, it says, you know, you're going to jump off the cliff and parachute might not open you'll get bumped up a few times but eventually it'll open and you'll be successful yeah uh, it's kind of one of the quotes um that i always like to use um it was actually from richard branson um and he was talking about how um successful entrepreneurs and people that never actually do anything like you can give somebody the materials to build a plane and put them on the edge of a cliff um, yeah. the entrepreneur and the, somebody that's driven will jump off and figure out how to build the plane before they hit the bottom and figure out how to fly it. Exactly. Or at somebody else, they're going to put it together and they're going to be at the top of the cliff, but they always got in the back of their mind, well, what if I didn't do something right? And so they'll never jump off, even though they have the same parts and the same everything that the person that successful and got to the other side did. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. <clears throat> So how did you like, I mean, obviously doing door knocking in the beginning a lot, like you said, um, but what was one, what was some of the things that really helped you get your business to where it's at now? Where is that now? I would say I did a little bit before, you know, 98 to 2000 and it was the yellow book. The internet really wasn't out there like it is now. Mm-hmm. But when I got back into it in 09, you had Google and Facebook and all these other resources and you can see the turn of nobody gets a yellow book, yellow pages anymore. So we started doing a lot of Google AdWords. We mm-hmm. made sure that we had a good president present on the internet. We hired a good SEO firm that helped us get out there and, and just get our name out there and then uh, build up our reviews by taking care of the customers and and everything and that's been the biggest i would say that helped us get to where we are now is just having the internet available and everybody's got a smartphone yeah i mean the internet has really made i mean for any small business really i mean possibilities are kind of endless um i mean a lot of people don't I mean, most people think of it kind of from like a, a consumer point of view, like everybody's on Facebook. Everybody checks Facebook yeah. multiple times a day. Um, but from a business perspective, like it's super easy to tap into those people. Um, and I mean, you just have this pool of people on social media and on Google that are actively searching for what it is you offer yeah. um, and just getting your business in front of them. I mean, it's just super 
important. And like one thing that caught my eye about you guys is how many reviews you had on Google. Um, So that always stands out to me. Like whenever I go and look for that, like you guys, I think had 111 Google reviews or something, um, which was just sky high compared to everybody else. So like just things like that is just makes you stand out and it's just easy business once you're able to capitalize on it. Yeah, we do. um, I have a little, it's a little Minecraft guy, maybe about five inches tall. (laughs) And we'll put a uh, Starbucks gift card in his hands. And then we'll hide it throughout Asheville and take a picture. We can just kind of maybe make out the area. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll do a contest like that and have people kind of guess where he is. You know, like say Patton Avenue and then at this business. And if they get that, then we'll mail them the gift card, a Tumblr, and some other little merchandise. And then they have to share it on Facebook as part of it also. So that helps to get us out there. Yeah, that's actually, I mean, that's really creative. Um, yeah. I actually just, we were watching a Shark Tank episode the other night and there was, um, uh, I can't remember what it was. Um, it was some business that these two women owned it. Um, and that was one thing that helped them go viral and like get featured on the news channels. They did the same kind of thing. It was just like yeah. a little hunt thing around their town. And then it went viral on social media because everybody's just liking and sharing and commenting on everything. Yeah, it, it does. It works pretty good. You get a lot of people start to guess. And then they, you know, you can't really look at it like you get a job off of every time you do something. But that mm-hmm. brand recognition, we do a lot of advertisements with the tourists. And just that every time you go around town, you'll see us somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, branding, branding is really the most important thing. Um, yeah. And it, I mean, you can't always translate something like a lead into a sale right out of the gate. Um, but when you have that branding and like when they see you everywhere and the next time that they need like a pressure washing, for example, you're literally going to be the first one that comes to their brain and they're not even going to go shop around. They're just going to call you up. Exactly. Um, So over the lifespan of that lead or that customer, like the branding is a super important factor of that. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So what's your, what's your guys' goals over the next 12 months? Um, where you want to take your business over the next 12 months? Um, well, we're looking at hiring um, two more people and um, get another vehicle. So then we'll have three crews running because um, we get we get so many residential phone calls, but we have a lot of big commercial places in Asheville and we do a lot for the city of Hendersonville also. So, you know, we're, we're, that's where we're looking is to expand our people. Mm-hmm. And just uh, so we can take care of everybody a little bit quicker, because middle of summertime we're usually about four weeks out, just because we don't have the manpower. Yeah. So. Okay. So how how would think like what are some things in your business that would be different um, once if you actually hit those goals? Like what what are things that would either you know streamline better, or just make things better in the business if you hit those goals? I might get a day off. <laughs> That'd be fun. But, um, you know, I guess it would just help. I could, I can kind of sit back and do more safety and environmental stuff. Um, cause we're big into the environment. Um, one of the systems that we have, we'll do, um, we do 27 gas stations in the Asheville area and our system will separate oil and water and then we can reuse the water. And then we go and properly discharge 
the oil. So, um, and then you always have the safety of your crew. You want to make sure that they go home at night. So I would like to focus a lot on that. If I were to get the crews in place, then I can focus on the safety, the environment, you know, make sure everybody's taken care of. Okay. So what, what are some of your biggest motivators, um, whether it's in, you know, in the business or whether it's in your personal life? Like what are some of the biggest motivators um, that really pushes you to actually making sure you hit those goals? Oh, I, I like a, I like a challenge in a way. So if mm-hmm. we do a bunch of six story buildings, so like the first time we did that, that was really challenging. And it, you know, it kind of motivated you to to say, all right, well, how am I going to figure this out? I've never done anything like this before. Where am I going to stage the lift? Where am I going to, you know, put the safety people around? So that is, so when I get a big job, it, it kind of motivates me. When I do the everyday house washes, they kind of become monotonous, you know. Mm-hmm. So just big jobs. Um, those kind of challenges as well. Like, yeah, I mean, I think the the challenges, that's always one thing um, that kind of pushes me in my own business. Um, you know, I went, went, grew up playing football in my life, um, had football scholarships. So it's always that, you know, what's next and like, what can I do to make myself better? What challenge or new goal can I go chase now? Um, and if I don't have anything to chase, it kind of gets boring after a little while. Yeah, um, it does. Doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it does. I got to keep going something different. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. So knowing what you know now, um, like where your business is at now compared to where you were in the beginning, um, like knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to somebody else starting their business um, that was in the spot, same spot that you were in the beginning that kind of has the same goals and wants to get where you're at now? Um, I would say, you know, if they're one thing is have a good outgoing personality where you can do YouTube videos. Um, it seems like the trend is going more towards videos mm-hmm. in the last year. So if you have that personality, you can get out there and just make people fall in love with you by just doing FaceTime or the FaceTime, you know, Facebook live videos. Um, you know, that, you know, that really helps. Um, I'm trying to think what else, <laughs> but, um, I just had a brain for it. I can't think of anything else. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, the vid- I mean, videos, I mean, are super important today. Yeah. Uh, videos, like, I mean, the views on it, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook, um, I mean, really just the, like the views and the likes and comments on it. I mean, that's some powerful yeah. marketing there. Um, but like what I always try to tell people is people buy because they like you as a person. Um, yeah. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, you could be a one man crew and this other company's got, you know, five crews or whatever. But if they like you, you're a personable person and they like you, they're going to buy from you. Yeah, um, that's true. So like that's that's one advice that I always try to tell people is just use video to make people yeah. like you, like be yourself and people like you. And then the business starts building itself out. Um, yeah, it really does. Don't, don't get on video and just try to sell, 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 like be a real person. People like to buy from somebody they like. Yeah, exactly. We and we try to do the 80, 20 percent where it's 80 percent other than business and then 20 percent business. 
and kind of mix it around. But, you know, um, so the video would be one piece of advice, you know, make sure that you did um, Google my business where you put your name out there so Google can find you. Mm -hmm. Um, is a good piece of, you know, and then Facebook marketing. Those are some things I would suggest to people to do is, is to really just look at the SEO part of it. Um, then answer the telephone when somebody calls. A lot of times we get so many people that tell us, Hey man, you know, I called three other people and no one ever answered their phone or called me back. Mm-hmm. You know, but then when you get out to the job site, we have all this, like I said, we do all this training. So I'll go and educate the customer and explain the process to them. And a lot of new people don't do that. They just want to get out there and pressure wash the house to get that money to get to the next house. But if you take your time and educate the customer, like I said, they, they fall in love with you. Yep. You know, and you could charge, you know, say $500 more than the next person, but they trust you. Yep. So, so I mean, again, it just all, it always kind of, for me, it kind of always loops back to, you know, whether they like you or not. Um, exactly. So many people kind of get caught in the rat race of, you know, who's the lowest price or price comparison. Like, you don't have to be the cheapest person no, to have to get customers. Like if they like you, they're not going to go price compare, but if they don't exactly. like you, well, now they're going to go price compare and they're going to try to find somebody that they do like. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, people that like you again, you could throw a price that's $500 more out, just like you said. And if they like you more than the other person, that $500 is not an objection. Like the no, objection no. is the fact that they don't like somebody and they're trying to find somebody that they like. Exactly. Yeah. Like I say, if I can go there and educate him, you know, I feel sorry for the guy that follows me if he doesn't have that knowledge and he can't. Yeah. Now he's dealing with an educated customer. Yeah. And that customer can out and then he can't answer them. So once again, you know, his education is key. You know, because yeah. like I said, it's not just getting a pressure washer and going out there and just spraying. There's a little more to it. So yeah. um, completely agree with that, man. Yeah. Well, like I said, I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Um, oh, yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah. So like I said, everybody that um, everybody that's listening to the podcast, um, just go over to Facebook or go over to their website. It's WNCPressureWashing.com. Um, and the Facebook page is WNC Pressure Washing. Um, so go yes. check them out. Like and comment there. Um, we'll be posting this podcast on social media here pretty soon. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks, sir. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into this podcast. We want to help as many small business owners become mountain movers in their towns. So if you enjoyed it, please leave a review and share it with your friends. If you'd like to be featured on one of our next podcast episodes, check out our website at smallbusinessmountainmovers.com and submit the contact form and I'll be in touch in the next few days. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Small Business Mountain Movers to find out what the next episode will be live. See you next time.